Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. We've got a major spoiler for WWE Survivor Series. That's the backstage reaction to Nia Jax's WWE return. Logan Paul gives some love to Dirty Dom at UFC 295. And AEW essentially announces its own version of the G1 Climax. Yes, hello and welcome to the Solo Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling. Myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I hope things are going hunky-dory for you this weekend. And let's get into some wrestling news. And more specifically, into Survivor Series and a major potential spoiler in a story that originated over at PWInsider.com that Mike Johnson and his team over there always do such a great job. Um, and that's story is that Becky Lynch is in for a, a significant role at Survivor Series where she'll be teaming with Charlotte Flair, with Bianca Belair and with Shotzi Blackheart or just Shotzi because they dropped the Blackheart bit and they. Uh, yes, so Becky will be a part of that babyface team. That was, I believe, as of this past Friday Smackdown and they'll be going in a War Games match up against Eosky. Bailey, Kyrie Sane, and Asuka. Now, Asuka turned heel on Friday, missed in uh, Bianca and aligning herself with Damage Control. Kyrie Sane, of course, returned last weekend at Crown Jewel, aligning herself with Damage Control, where she gave uh, gave the assist to uh, to EO in her defense of the women's title against Bianca Belair. So um, so that's what we're looking at for Survivor Series. And it's it's a match that has my attention. Um, obviously, the uh i'll say the rabbit in the room it's the elephant in the room isn't it there is no rabbits in this room holy moly there's a cat next door but that's about it but yes the elephant in the room is that yes uh, becky lynch is a raw superstar uh so how do you make it work when all the rest of the talents are on smackdown uh, there's ways we'll see how that goes but the, the the match itself in terms of lining up the four people well, well the four people on either side the eight people involved in total the war games concept as well there's some ingredients there for that to be a, a cracker of a match. Now, Becky hasn't wrestled on TV since uh, since Halloween Havoc Night 1, where she dropped the, the NXT Women's title to Lara Valkyrie in an absolutely brilliant match um, with a very surprising ending that I think very few of us saw coming. But yes, uh, so the man will be a part of Survivor Series. Uh, she has still been featured on Raw in, in recent weeks. She's been wrestling a couple of house show matches as well, so it's not like Becky's on the shelf or anything. But yes, that'll be fun to watch the Survivor Series which is coming up in, what, two weeks' time, November the 25th. So two weeks as of yesterday. Um, and uh, moving from one member of the uh, the ladies' roster in WWE to another, and that is Nia Jax. Uh, now, this is a, a report that came from, well, it was a Q&A &A session. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp did over at Fightful Select. Again, great work that the guys at Fightful do. Um, and the, the subject of Nia Jax came up and what the essentially what the mood was like about her return to the company. Um, and the initial uh, reaction backstage to her return was, uh, what was he turn here? Uh, eye rolls. There was a couple of eye rolls from talent, um, is what Fightful were, were, were given. 
But in the time since then, uh, the one, at least one of the people who was giving the eye rolls has, has praised Naya for her, her general work, her ring work, uh, for not hurting anybody, which, <laughs> while that is praise, it's kind of like, that's kind of the, the basics of your job there. But yeah, for not hurting anybody and for being in better shape than, than previously. Um, now, of course, rightly or wrongly, Nia Jax, somebody who, during their previous run with the company, uh, garnered the reputation of being being unsafe. There was obviously the the infamous, famous incident with Becky Lynch, where when Nia busted uh, Becky's face ahead of the, what was it, 2018 Survivor Series, uh, which that in itself would play a key role in kickstarting the whole uh, getting the ball going on the man character. And then there was also that really gnarly incident with um, with Carrie Sane and, and ring steps and the head busted open and just like, that was not pretty at all. Uh, but yeah, but it seems like Nia's, uh, Nia's doing okay backstage. People are getting on with her. That's, that's uh, always cool to see. Um, and now Nia Jack's been what? September she came back, uh, I believe it was the September 11th, uh, she came back on that episode of Raw, attacked Raquel Rodriguez, attacked Rhea Ripley, he was part of the, the five-way match for the, uh, the the Raw Women's title at, at Crown Jewel. So she's got herself a nice little uh, spot there on the roster, of course, we saw her in the backstage, was it this week or last week, there was that backstage interaction with Becky Lynch where they talked about, they brought up the, uh, the, the incident when Nia busted uh, Becky's face. And then Becky kindly pointed out that, yeah, after that, I went on to headline WrestleMania, uh, win the main event of WrestleMania, and you got fired. So it looks like they're sowing some seeds again to do something with Becky Lynch and, and Nia Jax at some point down the line again. And I imagine at some point down the line again, we'll get to see more from Logan Paul and Dominic Mysterio. Yes, they've kind of become uh, become on-screen buddies due to their mutual dislike of that deadbeat dad, Rey Mysterio. Yes, the man who Logan Paul defeated for the US Championship at Crown Jewel last weekend. And Logan Paul, he's a busy guy. And last night from Madison Square Garden, UFC 295, Logan Paul shown there in the front row, US title over his shoulder, and he just held up his phone with a nice little shout out. For, literally just said, shout out to Dominic Mysterio. He did spell Dominic wrong. There's no C in that one. But yes, we can. Well, what's a spelling mistake between best buddies? So yeah, that, that happened uh, after the uh, Tomas Nolan and Sergey Pavlovich fight for the, uh, no spoilers here, but that was for the interim UFC heavyweight title. Uh, yeah, the, just as is often the case with UFC, I'm a WWE. After that fight, uh, the, the camera pans to the crowd. You see uh, Stipe Miocic is there. You see Logan Paul. You see Donald Trump. But hey, whatever. Let's move away from that topic. Uh, so, yes, uh, Logan Paul and Dirty Dom's uh, bromance continues to rumble on. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Uh, and something else will be rumbling on very shortly. I believe it is the 22nd of November. So, yeah, again, uh, in like 10 days' time, is what is known as the AEW Continental Classic Tournament. Yeah, well, look at this. AEW, another month, another tournament. Just what we need. Um, but no, uh, joking aside, I am joking, although I do feel that AEW revisits tournaments way too often. But joking aside, yes, this one has my attention because it's going to be AEW's um, iteration, version, uh, adaptation of New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax. So this was announced on Collision last night by Tony Khan and Brian Danielson. And uh, yes, the Continental Classic Tournament will commence on the 22nd of November episode of AEW Dynamite. It will be a tournament that's split into two blocks. Again, pulling inspiration from the G1. Uh, Each block will have six wrestlers in who will fight each other with points on the line for wins and whatnot. And then the, uh, well, this bit hasn't actually been said, but I'm just presuming this is the case because that's what the G1 does, where then you have the, the top person in each group, the one with the most points at the end of it all, go on to face each other. And there we go, Shazam, you have a winner of the Continental Classic Tournament. Now, this will play out for the next few weeks. Like I said, starts on the 22nd. Um, of November episode of Dynamite. It will be judging by the the graphic show and it will take place across Dynamite Rampage and Collision and it will culminate at World's End, the pay-per-view on on December the 30th from Long Island, New York. The first person announced as being a part of this tournament, that would be Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. Yes, we, uh, some people were thinking like, how long is he going to be out for? Is he going to be able to make that Wrestle Kingdom match with, with Okada, which I mean, that's lined up and, and given a go. <laughs> that's 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 uh, the challenge has been thrown down and accepted for that match, the rematch. Um, but yeah, Danielson is seemingly going to be ready to go before January, before Wrestle Kingdom. And you could think if he's obviously cleared for this tournament, then he could be wrestling at least five matches in, in your group. And Danielson might even go on to win the whole thing. Um, and with, with Brian Danielson, he's talked about for years, even when he was back in WWE in interviews, he'd talk about always wanting to be in the G1, uh, the G1 Climax for New Japan, because it's just this intense wrestling tournament. That just It's it's heavy stuff, the G1. It's, it's, it's one of those tournaments where it kind of almost becomes, it's just so hard to, not necessarily so hard to keep up with, but it's so hard to to watch fully, properly, because there's just so much wrestling. And, and in addition to other normal wrestling program that's going on with say AEW and WWE but yeah the the G1's a special tournament and what uh, it's not been announced yet what the prize will be for the person that wins the Continental Classic tournament but with the G1 historically you get a shot at the IWGP heavyweight title so maybe there'll be some incentive or maybe it'll just be for a, you know a diamond 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 dynamite ring or whatever yeah, um, I don't know about that. But yeah, hopefully there'll be some nice lucrative prize at the end of it. Uh, and this this segment also as well was somewhat bizarrely used to announce Brian Danielson for All In next year. So an event that's, what, like 10 months away? Uh, which, I don't know, seems, seems a bit of a long way out to, uh, to confirm that Danielson will be at All In. Um, because a lot of things can happen in the time before now and All In. And if you're promising Brian Danielson that something happens, say you know, maybe gets another injury and he's not there, then you look a little bit foolish when you've promoted him this far in advance. But I, I am totally expecting and hoping and wishing and praying to all of the wrestling gods 
But next year's all in in London at Wembley Stadium will be Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness. It's it's happening. It's happening. I really hope it. I'm going to be so disappointed if it doesn't happen. Just McGuinness on the, on Collision Commentary is absolutely gold. Just throw in any kind of shade possibly can towards uh, towards his longtime rival. It's it's brilliant. It's great. Nigel McGuinness is great. Um, whether he's calling matches or whether he's he's back in the ring. Um, but yes. Uh, right. Let's wrap things up with a couple of questions that have come in. Nick is oh. <laughs> I like this question. You're very much playing playing to my strands here, brother. Uh, Nick has gone to Delta Prime 84. I didn't start watching wrestling until after Bret Hart was in WCW. So I never saw his WWF run. Other than the Hart versus Michaels Iron Man match, what three Bret matches in the Fed should I watch to best understand what made Bret so great? So basically, you're asking me to talk lots about great Bret Hart matches. I will be here for the next 25 minutes, approximately. No, I need to get wrapped up. Got the right collisions, ups and downs. Um, but this is a great question, Nick. This is one of my favorite questions I think I've ever been asked. Um, the Shawn Michaels match, the Ironman match, it's it's a tough one to go back and watch because it, it is an hour of wrestling. Um, and I mean, it's not a spoiler by this point in time, but it's just the the the, the falls are not there. It's, it's, it's a tricky one to watch. It's... Um, a, a very fun spectacle in terms of it's admirable the work that goes into it and to get a match that long but yes right so we're looking for three recommendations one i'm probably not gonna be able to get this down to three because you i mean you go back to the heart foundation days uh, the heart foundation is a tag team as in not the the faction but brett and, and the anvil and you've got the matches there against like the bulldogs uh, demolition strike force the rujos uh, arn and tully when they came in even like the nasty boys at wrestlemania 7 um, and even like at that point in time when Brett was was predominantly a tag team wrestler with the Anvil, he'd still have singles matches. Uh, there's a really excellent one on against Ricky Steamboat. There's some great ones against like Davey Boy Smith and, and Dynamite Kid or Ted DiBiase or like some of the Rockers matches as well and, and like, matches against Sean and Marty in individual singles matches. Um, then you've got obviously SummerSlam 91's a big one against Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, where Brett wins the Intercontinental title. SummerSlam 92 against the Bulldog where he drops the IC title. You got Razor Ramon at Royal Rumble 93. You got Austin at WrestleMania 13, which is one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. You've got the Austin matches before that in 96. There's one in, I believe it's South Africa. That's just, yeah. Um, the, the matches against Owen. I mean, and there's a really great match with Brett and Owen against the Steiner brothers. And it, it was one of those matches I didn't see till years after it happened. It was, um, I believe it was a Coliseum video exclusive or something like that. So it wasn't widely available. And then just found it on the internet. I was like, oh my God, man, this is, this is, this is brilliant. Uh, two babyface teams. It's just, yeah, you've got the matches. To be fair, the, the matches with, with Kevin Nash, with Diesel uh, across, what, 95 into 96, uh, are really good. I, I would say Bret Hart. I am biased, obviously, but I would say Bret Hart was got the very best out of Diesel. I'd say even he got even more out of out of Big Kev, Big Sexy, Big Daddy Cool than, than Shawn Michaels did. And those two had great matches together. There's the Canadian Stampede Ten Man, which if you're looking for a, a spectacle of just the noise, is absolutely insane. The Canadian Stampede is just bonkers, absolutely nuts. There's really underrated rematch with Bulldog, what, in your house seasons, beatings, I believe it was, um, for the world title. But then, I don't know, if I think, God, I, I am going to be here for 25 minutes, aren't I? Uh, but no, the one match that I watch more than any other match, period, regarding anybody, any wrestler, or that one match I, I put on if i like thinking, I need something to cheer me up. It's always Bret Hart and Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 8, so I can't not have that on here. And then another one like that as well is the the Mr. Perfect match at King of the Ring 93. But then to fully appreciate that, you also need to maybe have seen some of something like you won because it kind of ties into that. But King of, I mean, King of the Ring 93 is just, 
just phenomenal. Um, I kind of need to have an Owen Hart match on there, don't I, as well, if I'm picking three. So I've got to have Piper. And then it's Owen at WrestleMania 10 or Owen at SummerSlam 94. I'm going to have to go Owen in SummerSlam 94 in the cage because that's, to me, still the best cage match in WWE history. Um, I mean, you could, realistically, you could just have the entirety of King of the Ring 93 because there's three matches there. There's Razor Ramon, there's there's Mr. Perfect, and there's Bam Bam Bigelow. And it's just, it's three different styles of working from Brett, three excellent matches, and just the way he sells the physicality throughout the tournament. And and he doesn't use the sharpshooter because in the very first match, Razor Ramon stamps on his fingers, so Brett has to find other ways to win, and it just, it's brilliant. Um... I'd, I'm stuck here just to pick three, but you've got a bunch of selections there. And one I would have to include, if even if it was just if I was going to go with three, I'd have to get it in there somehow. Is the one, two, three kid match uh, from a 1994 episode of Raw, which Sean Waltman has said is his well the best match of his career. Um, and that's a match that Brett very much obviously is leading as because the one, two, three kid was the, the the plucky baby face, very lower down the card at that point in time. Bret Hart was the man. And they just have this really competitive back and forth match to a perfect babyface, babyface match with obviously one, two, three kid being the undersized underdog against the savvy veteran world champion main event, WrestleMania main event kind of guy. And it's just, it's it's exceptional wrestling television. And that's an example of Brett leading the match. I mean, the, the Bulldog match of SummerSlam 92 is, is, a, is very much an example of Brett leading the match because as we found it all the years later, Davey Boy wasn't in the, the the greatest of mindsets at that point in time and was not quite with it. So Brett had to guide him through the whole match. So, yeah, that's my three. There's not a three there. There's literally about 30 matches. But yeah, there's plenty of you to dive into there. One last question I've just seen come in. I really like this one again. Brilliant, absolute genius from Steven Peters. Okay, so last time I asked, <laughs> I asked even Drago versus Das Wundergid, Alex Wright, who you got when it's Hans Gruber versus Berlin? Always appreciate the soul the news, Andrew. Oh, cheers, Steven. Um, thanks for your question again. Uh, yes, th th there was a question a few weeks ago of even Drago versus Das Wundergid, Alex Wright, Achtung, Achtung, and, and I had to go with Alex Wright because, hey, why not? And this time, we've got Hans Gruber and we've got Berlin. Now, Berlin, if you're not familiar with Berlin, that was a, a quite a brief, uh, admittedly, gimmick of Alex Wright. So I'm liking these Alex Wright-themed questions on a Sunday. See, smile on face. Um, putting smiles on faces. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm doing on my own face with questions about Alex Wright and, and yeah, 90s WCW. I mean, what would have been 99 going into 2000 was Berlin, I think. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a new gimmick from Alex Wright. It didn't last that long. It got very much overshadowed by, he had the wall came in as his kind of like a sidekick, but the wall very much overtook him on the pecking order. And also, because it was a, a dark, brooding, techno, um, what are they called? Oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness, I'm having a total mind blank. Trench coats, there we are. There was a, a trench coat, he had a new hairstyle, a little goatee. Um, I know in, in years since he said it was, basically supposed to be inspired by kind of gothic vampire characters or some people at the time saw something totally different with that character um and also it it suffered a lot because of the look the trench coats because it was around the time of what columbine i guess it would have been um and so the character got pulled off tv for a little bit so berlin didn't quite work out for alex wright um but yes but could berlin take hans gruber 
gonna say yes. I'm gonna give Bill in the win. Gonna, gonna give him that rub, brother. Gonna give him the rub this morning, which can be taken in very different ways. <laughs> and on that note, I am gonna get out of here. Like I said, I've got ups and downs for collisions. All right, Simon Mill will be here tomorrow with the video version of Collision Ups and Downs. Uh, but yes, I'm Andrew Pollard here from What Culture Wrestling. This is the Solo Sunday News. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll be back next weekend no i won't that's a lie that's a lie i'm telling porky pies i will not be back next weekend but the weekend after yeah have a good one catch you later step onto the legendary clay courts of roland garros where the world's best players battle it out at the french open for a chance to win a grand slam title tennis channel plus is your place to watch stream every court from your phone or smart tv live in hd See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.